Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. To the shutdown full cast. That one took. I'm gonna say nine seconds. Felt like a good twenty-three seconds. No, I mean that one literally took it all. Oh, like, it recorded. Like that one registered. <laughs> Delightful. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and the only regular member of this cast, Jason Kirk. Hey, Jason. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, you know what? I'm going to give you an update on that in a while. Might vote on it. Might have to decide how I'm doing. I might not. I might get together and just reach a consensus with myself <laughs> on how I am doing. All yeah. of that could happen or none of that could happen. It's crazy. There's no telling what will happen. You might decide to, at some point in the possibly near future, decide to tell yourself how you're doing. Um, and the fact of how you are doing might or might not influence the next steps in the decision process and the future of how you are doing. It really is about process. And to understand that process, we're going to bring in um, a couple of guests, as we often do. Uh, one, Holly Anderson. Say hey. Hey, guys. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, thanks as for, always. Thanks for joining us. Love you. Yeah. Love the show. Honor to have you here. Um, also joining us, uh, new guest, Ryan Nanny. 
Hey, Ryan. Who's this asshole? I'm busy reading about something called the Trial of the Five Catholic Lords. Is that right? Thank you for what's joining it, us. What's Ryan. it about? Um, it, it is under the Wikipedia entry for something called the Popish Plot. I was really I- hoping this would be on the Clemson, <laughs> South Carolina rivalry wiki that, page. That would be good. Um, the agitation of the, of the popes. I, I haven't read it all yet, and I'm not going to do it on the show here because this is for me, not for you. So, um, wow. But it, but it, um, but it was a, a fictitious conspiracy in 17th century England where two guys basically were like, there's a Catholic conspiracy to kill the king. And uh, at, a, as a result of this, at least 22 men were executed. Fortunately, wow. the world is different. Well, that's a good, that's a good start. So... Yeah. So this sounds like very like tribunal and like like there's going to be a lot of subcommittees and a lot of like mm-hmm. just, just guys standing around talking to each other. Was this the original guys being dudes? I, I think I think what we're what we're seeing here is the Vatican is the original Big Ten. Yes, and there oh. are two. Well, in this case, it's the English court because oh, the Vatican was like, wait, what's going on, huh? I think in this case, the Vatican is actually the Pac-12. The Vatican is the NCAA, and the English court is the Big Ten. Well, right. the English uh, can't spell, and the Big Ten can't count, so... Here are two, yeah. good, here, here are two good and useful uh, Wikipedia headings for this topic. Height of the hysteria, immediately followed by waning of the hysteria. <laughs> I would love for us to get to the waning phase. That's, would love. That's just like... That reads like my daily calendar. <laughs> Can so are we on the second or third revote of the Big Ten deciding whether they're going to play football or not this fall? Well, a whole lot depends on what you mean by vote. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought Ryan was the only attorney. Counselor yeah. Kirk, look at you. Embracing is, ambiguity. Is it really a revote if it's really just a new vote? Like I think what the Big Ten has innovated is the pre-vote. Ooh. Yeah. I like this. I like this. Topical. Let me just let me just say, I really the more this goes on, the more and more I admire the Pac twelve for just doing the damn thing. Pac twelve just hit eject, man. Can I tell you the most disappointing thing, though, about the Big Ten? I <laughs> thought these were all the... I thought, well, all There's right. one? This is one person... This is personally disappointing to me. Excuse I me. Thought, I'm going I'm to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's superb. I, I thought these were all the debate nerds. And debate nerds are supposed to love, like, <laughs> Robert's Rules of Order and, you know, explaining exactly how the vote happens and what motion you need to yeah, God, what uh, part of forward. Debate Me, you coward, didn't take here? Like, like, did, did y'all even do speech and debate? I know you did because you tell us about it all of the time. Is mm-hmm. Michigan standing up like, no, this is a fallacy of the, the whatever? A fallacy of the beard. Absolutely. Exactly. Wait, like, how, what? You've never heard of the fallacy of the beard? Lay it on. I can't tell if this is a bit. I've, I'm going to get the exact definition. Don't, ugh, me. I don't want to get it right. I don't want to so, get it wrong. Well, so he, this means like Lovey Smith is always wrong? Oh, um, I can't okay. be right. So the, uh, sorry, the argument of the beard is also known as the so rights paradox. I've never heard that. And it's basically like, when does a beard become a beard? How many hairs do you have to have on your chin to go from you have a beard, you don't have a beard? There's the oh, answer. Oh, shit. There's the answer. Um, the other the other version of this is if you have a heap of sand, 
and you remove it one grain at a time, at what exact point does it stop being a heap? Oh, this sounds like some Michigan shit. You are it's right. Ex- it's extremely speech and debate shit. Yeah, okay. see, this is how I know I'm like Southern at heart and just an idiot because like, so at what point does this interesting thing not become a heap? I'm like, it's yeah. a heap or it ain't. It's a heap or it ain't. I'll tell you, I'll look at it and size it up and be like, that's a heap, brother. When, when my kid runs his damn power wheel over it and turns it into not a heap. <laughs> does it make a kind of whoomp or does it make a bump when I hit it with my truck? That's a bump versus a heap. Do you get air? If you get air, that's a heap. Can that's I right. get you two real quick to talking about hitting somebody with a truck? <laughs> yeah, All right. I'd real- love to. Preface, are you about, you're not about to confess to homicide. No, but I would okay. like to talk about the South Dakota attorney general who <laughs> uh, struck a man with his car and says that he thought he hit a deer. Slight correction. And I, yeah. And I just want to point out one thing because obviously this is uh, deeply awful. How hard is it to either hit or be hit? another person in south dakota like there's a lot of want to on at least one side of this equation yeah this was like novak djokovic hitting the like lady with uh, a ball in the throat right like yeah you empty the whole stadium how hard did you have to try to hit somebody with a ball in the empty stadium in a fairly small part of the body yeah this is like the first two people in a state a large western state totaling their cars by running into each other in like 1906 yeah it's not it's not easy to do that by the way he also hit his he also like in the course of this he damaged his car so badly that it could not be driven home like the sheriff loaned him a person his personal vehicle that tends to happen by the way yeah if you hit a deer if you've never hit a deer they will fuck up your vehicle yeah but in this case a person did yeah. Uh, yes. Or a shapeshifter. Maybe it was a shapeshifter. Okay. Okay. Now I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, I can t- I can tell you what. Uh the, if you look at the mugshot of this dude, not even a mugshot, a shot of him, you go, is this the kind of dude who would drive home completely <laughs> Absol- <laughs> Absolutely. This dude has more this dude has more skin on his face than face to a degree of it looks like all of the features on his face are continental drifting towards a point in the <laughs> yeah. middle of his face. Yeah, he I has. Think, I think they're actually sliding too far down. Right. <laughs> actually, yeah, he's his his face is melting off his head. Mm. Like Peyton Manning looks at these guys' forehead and he's like, "Yikes." He does have what. Sorry to get political here, but um, he does have what I call GOP syndrome, which is all the features congregate in the middle of his face. I don't know what that is, but it just always happens. If you're a Republican, it does that, you know? Just like, I don't know, if you're a Democrat, throw in any stereotype, you have sensitive glasses or something. Or like, M-O-O-N, that spells vehicular homicide. Yeah, this guy looks like, he looks like he stores beers in his cheeks the way that squirrels store nuts, you know, by stuffing them in their just face. Yeah, laying up treasures. Yeah. So, to go back to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. The issue the first time around, speaking roughly, of swerving, roughly was, speaking of cheeks full of beer. Yeah, Thank there you, go. you. There it is. Thank you. The issue the first time around roughly was the Big Ten poorly explained its decision to cancel fall football, um, both to coaches and players within the Big Ten 
and fans outside of that circle. Is that roughly, do we roughly feel like that's what went wrong the first time? Whether they're bad at explaining stuff? That they, or that they failed to communicate. Yeah, oh yeah. Sufficiently. Quite, quite so. Well, yeah, so, and, and see, also, the also, doesn't employ any communications professionals, so it's no. easy to see how this happened. Well, I think sure. the problem is they can't afford to hire those people. They don't have a lot of money. Right. Mm, the, yeah. The Big Ten. If also, they did, they could pay the players. Yeah, they did. They, just can't. they, they mm. did. This is a classic example of the completely unforced error in a game they didn't even know they were playing. Like they really did get kind of. They kind of got gamer gated, right? They really did because <laughs> initially I'm sorry, what? they got gamer gated. They no, did. Let him, let him, let him see, let, let's okay. see how it gets. No, 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 no. They got gamer gated because uh, okay. Okay. no, they did. They did because you have a couple because you have a couple of attorneys who are behind the parents groups who are really encouraging them to file suit and make some stuff happen so they can get billable hours and get their names in. Now it's coming. It's coming. So it's really a non-issue. <laughs> like you got like 30 guys in cargo shorts outside the Big Ten headquarters, which is empty. Yeah, this My is what Nicole Auerbach brought up on Hand of the Dirt a couple weeks ago. And it was this, this beautiful little aside. And she was talking about the parents group protesting about Big Ten offices. And she's like, I feel like somebody should tell them that office is working from home. Yeah. I'm is really that glad office? that nobody did, to be clear. Oh, yeah, so they're outside of this, like, empty office going like, we want Culver's! And, um, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I, too, am doing this. Yeah? I mean, there's nothing wrong with standing around yelling about wanting Culver's. That's <laughs> 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 <It's> true. <laughs> uh, and, and so, really, like, the Big Ten hasn't made a big mistake yet. They might have made what I would consider to be slight procedural mistakes and how they communicate with their members. That's it. But then they start making a series of ever bigger mistakes based on the slight, almost mistake, the slight mistake. And now it snowballs into this massive deal, which is far bigger than the original issue and which can be seized on for whatever you want to accuse I, the Big I, Ten of. I disagree with your, how, you, how you've characterized this. Because Absolutely. Like, within a day of this happening, Nebraska like had let rumors slip out that they were like, well, maybe we'll just leave. Um, Penn State's athletic director was like, I don't even know if there was a vote. Nobody could agree. Like nobody would say, A, if there was a vote, B, who voted which way. And before the parent stuff, um, the commissioner of the Big Ten did like three different apology tours. Like So? I, I agree. I agree that the like the 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 parents thing is stupid. In terms of like, I they weren't even clear what they were trying to accomplish. It's an they incredibly small. It's an incredibly small fraction of parents of students that got way too much attention for what it is. So yeah, I agree with like that narrow part of it. But like, if if this was going to work, if you were going to sort of like rip the bandaid off and get most Big Ten fans on board, that would have involved saying, hey, let's all be clear, this is what we're voting on, this is why we're voting on it, this is what we're going to say afterward, and none of that happened. So I have sort of a, you know, I, I might be right, I might be wrong, but my conception of what they ultimately fucked up in terms of having every, you know, having ducks in a row and all that was 
they were in such a fucking hurry to be the first one to be on the right side of history. Like, they wanted to lead. They broke from the Power Five in announcing they were changing the schedule, which they did the day after the Ivy League canceled football because the Big Ten for 100 years has wanted to be Harvard-Yale, but with cows. And Hey, Dar- Dartmouth has cows. And as soon as they did that, you know, they did that at the conference level, but they hadn't done it at the school level, the president level, and surely not the coach level yet, you know? And, like, maybe it takes another two months to convince it, you know, if, even if not everyone, at least someone, like, if just Harbaugh comes out and says, you know, that he's on board, that helps diminish the overall amount of screaming somewhat, you know? And, and yeah, like, it's not- I think the Big Ten probably made the right thing for, you know, probably made the right choice, probably for the wrong reasons. And now they've made since made a whole bunch of other choices, and it's a mess. But they I mean, also, like, in the midst of all of this, there's been, like, so much bullshit floating around from the beginning of the decision forward with, like, everybody's leak. Like, this, the coaches all met, and that got leaked. The coaches have no power in this, in this None. whatsoever, but, like, still that, like, makes its way out. And the, the Big Ten's failure to sort of, like, put its arms around what's happening and say firmly, like, hi, here is what happening, what's happening. Like, why is the – this is the big difference to me between the Big Ten and the SEC, at least in terms of how they would approach this. The Big Ten would quietly leak, like, yes, the presidents are meeting on Sunday and they might vote, they might not. The SEC would put it on SEC Network. Yeah. The SEC would, like, say yes – we're having this meeting immediately after that, the commissioner's going on Paul Feinbaum and he's going to tell you what we like the, the, the big tens reliance on like, well, we'll just tell our journalism friends and they'll get it out into the world is getting like 15 different messages out there from a million different people. And it's letting like all like what, what did Nebraska's AD today on a hot mic was like, Oh, we're going to have an announcement tonight. Okay. So about, about that. Yeah. About that. <laughs> this is, by the way. So notice what the SEC did. SEC punted, ironically. Kind of the Big Ten's move. SEC ended up looking smart entirely by accident on purpose. Going slow. Kind of. Well, no, because their thing was like, and we have uh, we have spoken to people within the conference from which we have gotten this impression. We're not just talking. Uh they have basically just tried to stay real, 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 real quiet until they figured their shit out. And they accidentally ended up looking smart. Like they stayed quiet on purpose. They look smart on accident. If they'd had to cancel, what did they have? Time. If they, yeah. if they could go through with that, what did they have? Time. That's, that's what they, the most valuable commodity in all this was time. Whether you were wrong or right. I could make an SEC speed joke here, and I will, but one thing they either grasped intentionally at the start of this or came away looking like they grasped at the start of this, and at that point, if that's a distinction without a difference, is that it was going to be impossible to make plans for September in July. Yeah, here we are yeah. entering week three, and the SEC has played no games. Like, still ranked though, baby. Still <laughs> ranked. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the SEC and the Big Ten have played the same number of games, but the Big Ten canceled months earlier and is now scrambling to join back in, whereas the SEC has done nothing. You know, 
and doing nothing proved to ultimately be uh, just as valid because, okay, now we don't have people, you know, people uh, rallying and breathing on each other at SEC headquarters. Boom, right there. The SEC is keeping you safe by not making you scream in a stranger's face in front of the empty SEC headquarters. How am I right in thinking that the Big Ten is now maybe screwed? Because the information has gotten out there that they're going to meet and revote. And there has been enough sort of murmuring, like the football accounts for at least Ohio State and Penn State and probably other schools have started putting out like hype videos about this mm-hmm. to sort of imply like, oh, here it comes. Get your put your big boy pants on. It's time to block and tackle again. Also, to be clear, we are recording this like during the it, quote fingers vote announcement. Right. Whatever. Yeah, whatever it's Tuesday night. Something's going to be different. But yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck that. is happening Tuesday night, we don't really know or care. Just, you know, Wednesday, he, all the Big Ten jokes still apply. So I care yeah. for this. I, here, here's the only reason I care. Can they even vote no at this point? Like, have they gotten the fans and maybe the players and coaches so worked up about, like, <clears throat> well, okay, you cleaned your room three weeks in a row, so I guess you can play football. Like, are they so far down that emotional path that to say, no, we still think it's medically un- it's it's a medically and legally bad idea to do this would be just total catastrophe. I think it's going to be catastrophe in terms of various political angles and collateral damage that nobody will care about, like 90 8.5% of the people involved with Big Ten football won't care at all. Like, it's a bad, it's a bad, like, you'll see an article. It's like, you know, oh, Kevin Warren's difficult first year. No one cares. Like, did I get football or not? That's generally what most people will care about. And ultimately, if they get it, that's fine. Because if the Big Ten gets everything together, when are they going to end up playing? Oh, look, about the time the SEC starts playing. Maybe a little afterwards. Ooh, it'll be cold. It'll be super Big Ten. Everybody will forget won't matter now for people involved politically i will say this who is out here making the most dissonant notes in this chord of disunity nebraska well i would say nebraska ohio state 1a 1b okay okay so let's compare those two cases professor (laughs) let's just open up the books and let's say this ohio state a cornerstone member of the big 10 conference recent monopolist in terms of conference titles national power with garlands upon laurels upon awards upon plaudits upon accomplishments okay the closest thing we have to Real Madrid of the I-75 corridor north. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're talking Probably about with the tax fraud. If I, had, I don't know. I'm Real, guessing yeah. with the tax pro- fraud and all of the fascist associations that Ohio come with State, it. Okay, it's a compliment. Just take it. Yeah, oh, yeah just take Florida, it. it is. Yeah. Yeah, just take it. Okay. <laughs> like Francisco Franco, Woody Hayes, same person. Wow, anyway, that's, that's kind mm, of better point. hair. Better hair. Yeah. So Ohio State, when Ohio State complains about something in the Big Ten, one must go, ah, take this seriously. A paying member of the Big Ten for over 7,000 years. (laughs) Ohio State. It's like Chin Dynasty, Ohio State. Those are equal institutions in terms of longevity. But no, who's out there making the biggest mess of things? Nebraska! 
recent addition, add-on, I would say if this were the house, Ohio State, the hearth, the living room, where everybody gathers, maybe the kitchen, maybe where the grub is actually made, right? Michigan, Michigan's the fine study that nobody really goes to sit in, right? They're like, look at all these books. It's for looking. <laughs> that we it's don't It's the read. conference of the good chair. <laughs> right? We used to spend a lot of time in here, but now, not so much. Gr it, Grandfather loved this room. He's been dead for 30 yes. years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's been dead since like 07, at least. No, it's 07. That's the year. That's, the <laughs> year. That's when we lost Grandpa. <laughs> Pretty early oh. that year. So... If the Big Ten is this particular house that we're laying out, Nebraska is, at best, the tacked-on sunroom in the back at the moment. And that might even be a little complimentary in I terms think, of think, what they so mean. Nebraska, you're talking farmers. I think Nebraska's like, oh, we're starting a garden. you know. And it, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, separate shed. You were into it for, like, a month, that yeah. garden. And now it's yeah. weeds. Ew, Spiders. You said separate shed, and all I could think of was like, oh, God, that sounds like a really just deeply bitter guitar anthem. I was the garage. They're not the shed. Like, I was part. They were, they were was part the of the house. <laughs> but I like, was, like, I we're was not put proud to be the garage. Yeah. I love, how cold, I love how cold this floor is. I'm I sitting out here. I love like, to come out here and bang the floor with my hammer. Like, how much you, money? Hemingway, I can cut baby shoes never worn in half. Separate sheds. <laughs> And, and much now like sad, much like someone's garage, there's a little bit of overpriced stuff in there. You're like, sure. man, there's a lot of expensive <laughs> stuff out here. Yeah. How long you on the hook for that one? Yeah, I got a lot of payments to go on this one. <laughs> there's also stuff that in your garage where you're like, it's been there. How long? You're like, yep, had the same had the same edger for 30 years. I don't know how. Can't really get rid of it though. Pretty yeah, good it's, edger. It's not great. It's pretty good. Unfortunately, that coach is load bearing now. <laughs> I like the idea of load bearing now with the notion that it has become load bearing Man. over time. Yeah, like the, the entire state of Iowa is kind of just slumped onto Kirk Ferentz's shoulders. And yeah. But I will say this, though. Nobody ever looks at the garage and says, uh, this room isn't doing the best sure. it can. Generally, yeah. they're like, no, this is about what the garage could be at its best, which is okay. Not great, but it's a garage. Some years you, some years you put a pool table in the garage, and that's great. Nebraska, you messy piece of crap. What on earth are you doing? <laughs> you have no credit. None. You absolute garbage scows. And on Scott Frost Day, too. You freeloaders. You carpetbaggers. Happy you... Scott Frost Day, everybody. Oh, excuse you, me. Yes. To those you, who observe, Scott happy Scott Frost Day. You Aravis Johnny come latelys to the conference, okay? Ye who barely know a Bob Evans from a Bob Evans, okay? Oh. <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah. You, who until recently were hanging out in the Big Eight. Yeah. Who, yeah. Hired, who hired Mike Riley to fix things? Who hired Mike Riley to fix things? Okay. Who are like two and three against Purdue. <laughs> Where, where's Mike Riley? Uh, Where is, is Mike Riley? Is, he was in the XFL, wasn't he? He was. He was the Seattle like like Dragons coach. We ask yeah. this every six months. It's good to check up. Yeah, on. It, it's it's important to maintain Mike Riley's situational awareness. He's right here, and he's, he's so the nice. nice guy. Like it's good to know where the nice guy is in case you yeah. need one. Mm. You messy, messy, messy hillbillies! You've been trying real hard not to call them bitches, and I appreciate that. Thank you. 
I'm you want, really you can have one. You can have no, one. no. Okay. I'm gonna steer into this, okay? Because right now Nebraska is a five dollar program that's trying to take out a hundred at the ATM, and it ain't working. I'm gonna go ahead and take you to this one that they were one of the most vocal and the most angry and loudest factions in the Big Ten in terms of dissatisfaction over the initial the initial Big Ten vote. Also, in the middle of all this, your gigantic, dumb, uh, I'm sorry, what was the guy on Breaking Bad that Scott Frost resembles? Gigantic, scary, white yeah, guy who was also on uh, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. Yeah, yeah you got your, he, he's, he's kind of a big Landry, kind of a little yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, big Landry, okay? Big dumb Landry, your head coach, went ahead and guess who we had on? The spicy Nugs guy, who, by the way, was making fun at that uh, city council meeting of Black Lives Matter when doing it and has a history of extremely sketchy, uh, quote-unquote, activism in this department. Yeah, you had him on to come to the team. Wait to, a second. Like, I just heard the hollering. They had that guy at a yeah. school function? No, they did like they did like a suppose, yeah. supposed to be cheeky, like, fake press conference with that dude. You dumb bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you I'll eat you fine. eat sim you eat cinnamon rolls with chili, which I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's unnecessary. Mm. That's it. Buddy, it, it I think be... we found the Rubicon. Why don't you come on back to the stable? <laughs> like I said, on the sounder parts of my argument, I will continue forward. <laughs> but 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 here's my thing. Take everything you say is true, and I think it mm -hmm. largely is. What has the Big Ten done about it? Like to me, this is. And maybe this is not a totally clean equivalent, honestly, because they may have been better since they moved. But this is like if Mizzou did this in the SEC. If if <laughs> oh the SEC <laughs> sit down, right? <laughs> sit down. Like, this hey, is at so least Mizzou's won some division that's, titles. That, that's what I was gonna say. Is like actually, it's not as good because Mizzou probably has a little more weight to throw around, at least in terms of record. Yeah, I was gonna say it's more like the Aggies no. doing it. Yeah, but the Aggies. No, that'd have, be fun. That at that, least would be fun. Also, they would have a better plan. And and the Aggies are scary. And so they have like, swords. But they're yeah. way over there. But they they, know, they kind like of it. constantly have the like, hey, we're all from a horror film. Look at our mm -hmm. suits. Oh, pardon me. By the way, what do I know that Texas A&M is going to write? If they can't do anything else, if they can't bust over seven wins for a five year uh, as an average over a five year period, okay? If they can't give me entertainment, which by the way, A&M not always for their benefit is definitely an entertaining team from time to time this, okay a&m is also rich enough to know to just let the lawyers handle it sure. mm -hmm. that's true that's true I mean, are you weird are you weird and entertaining absolutely okay sometimes in a scary way to be honest sometimes in a kind of frightening way you're entertaining okay do you know what nebraska has bad memories and a rubber mascot and that's what they have. And balloons. Nebraska yeah. had, Spencer, Nebraska for the last like three or four years has been really fun to watch. Like they've provided a lot of entertainment for a lot of Again, people who, who live outside of outside Nebraska. Outside of Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Right? Like occasionally AM will pop a team that I just go, man, what a joy to watch. Not necessarily for y'all, but sometimes for y'all. Nebraska right. doesn't even give that right now. They don't. It, but you know what? It might work. It, like, it's it it might work. Nebraska what might get its way. Might oh, oh, okay. Nebraska, we Nebraska might get to play football. Like, yes, Nebraska has been the loudest and most consistent agitator 
Some other schools have been up there with them. But like, yeah, I'm fine if you want to say that they've beaten the drum loudest and longest. And they, this might be the biggest win in program history. In in not program history, but in like the last ten years, <laughs> no, he well, said that. Right, right, yeah, right. It, it, it's the biggest win in the in the uh, in, in big, the lifetimes in, of any current college football players for Nebraska. <laughs> yes, it is that, folks. You can reach Jason and Ryan by adding Stephen Godfrey on Twitter yep. by subscribing yeah. to Moon Crew LLC. There it is. So oh, what's that song? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I got to finish this up. And then oh, we will God, get to this. Still going. No, I am still going. I am still going because so I am offended. Mad. I am offended by principle in terms of all of the crap Nebraska is, is attempting to pull on this. Okay. Because someone needs to pull their credit. Pull your You're credit. Nebraska, you've upset. What's that number? Spencer. You're at the dealership and you are not getting this car. Spencer, how? Tractor. Spencer, have you ever done something that. <laughs> Hmm. That yes. your that your hmm. youngest son wanted you to do, even though he did not have the pull or the money or the contribution or whatever. I'm going to give like, the f- I'm going to give the funniest possible answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. Like who would say no to that? By the way, yeah. to be like yeah. never. Yes. That child has never gotten a moment <laughs> satisfaction out of me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, of that's, course. That, yeah, that's the Woody Hayes dad. There. You think this is what the you think this is what the Big Ten is doing? I would like to talk about the sport that was invented in my home this summer by your sons called boxing, where one of them puts a cardboard box on his head and the other one punches him in the face until the box falls off. That sounds right. That's boxing. Why isn't mm. that boxing? It's a Canadian it's tradition. There's a whole day for it. So I wanted to take <laughs> That's this their Super Bowl. <laughs> That's all. That Nebraska and their SEAL Team 6 of PR. Okay. <laughs> wow. Hang on. Hey. You <laughs> Omaha oh, nabobs. Can, can you we call fools. Him, can we call them can we call them SEAL Team Hicks? Yes. That's pretty good. SEAL no, Team we Hicks. Like, no, we like Hicks. I know, I know. Well he called All them right. hillbillies earlier, even though they don't have hillbillies. I yeah, I was actually that's when I started to take offense, you will notice, because they ain't no hillbillies about them. Yeah, okay. as as people who were either born as or immediately descended from Hicks and Hillbillies, we do not mean those things as insults. Yes. You corn-hugging flatland fools. <laughs> central, okay. The Central Corn Intelligence Agency. Yes. The Central Corn Intelligence Agency, the brain trust in Lincoln today did this. They did this. KTV reports. At 11.35, by the way, thanks for getting this one off before lunch. <laughs> I appreciate it. Just so we can get it out of the way. Okay. University of Nebraska president on a hot mic, okay, on a hot mic said this. Yeah, we're getting ready to announce the Huskers of Big Ten football tonight. <laughs> Ted Carter. Ted Carter on a hot mic before the news conference was like, yeah, we're doing this. It's happening. It's 10.15 p.m. Has it happened yet, y'all? No, it is not. Ted Carter sounds like a weatherman. I said t- it. <laughs> He's not very yeah. good at forecasting, is he? No. Uh, Can I tell you this? No. Ted Carter, there's footage of him looking at his phone and realizing very clearly the moment when this hit the internet during the press conference. Where oh, his head just goes like, this. oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Ted Carter messed up. That's what Ted Carter's saying to himself. He's like, oh, Ted Carter. Ted Carter messed up today. It's Ted Folks, Carter. Folks, we call them the SEAL Team shits. Yeah. 
And how messy, by the way, this is my favorite thing about this. Every single person involved in this Big Ten thing is like, oh, the conference is terrible with messaging. Then Nebraska goes out and trips on its own dick and does this. It's like, yeah, it's coming I, tonight. I wouldn't, have thought, I wouldn't have thought they had the length for that. Again, if it works, it's not going to matter. If it works, Nebraska fans are going to be like, they love us. They fought for us. They so, did it. So we could watch our underprepared team yeah. go three and five yeah. at best. And is that working? I I think compared to the alternative, it might be. Oh. I mean, in your best case scenario, you have to watch your team lose. Why not just not watch your team at all well listen there's a whole separate that's a whole separate argument and now you're saying why aren't like why don't people have saner expectations and that should we no can't, we can't i'm saying if you're a nebraska fan you know it's not going to be good if you play football you just want to play football for the principle of it there's nothing to enjoy here you know that we're not so different, you and me, Nebraska. <laughs> Nothing. Basically, I love this, though, because I feel like there's a core of Nebraska people who, if they hear this, are going, yeah, that's right. You know what this season's about? Squatting. Yeah. That's it. Squatting and getting some reps. That's it. We're just going to get bigger. I think you're forgetting that, like, people, real people made of bone and blood, Mostly. like you and I. Mm. And corn. Like, like mm. went online and were like, you know what? I think Taylor Martinez is a Heisman candidate. I think mm-hmm. he could win it. Mm-hmm. I can't control that. That's not my fault. But I'm saying, but and I understand that. But like, we can't look at that and be like, well, you, you know, the season's going to go bad. Man, Taylor Martinez threw 56 touchdowns and 29 picks. In four years. That's pretty awesome. That's a lot of I couldn't do that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I couldn't do that. That's better than Eric Crouch. Wow. Yeah. Now they're going to write. Folks, you can reach Jason again at steven.godfrey. Subscribe Mm -hmm. to Moon Crew LLC for all sorts of (laughs) (laughs) His name wasn't wasn't Eric Throw. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Can I say this, by the way, in conclusion, right? To To this whole thing where Nebraska doing this. Is like, is like Colorado coming in and being like, USC, I got a few things about how you do things. And you're in the back 12. Colorado's like, oh, cool. See ya. We'll see you next year. Yeah, Cal's got some pointers. Yeah, no, like the entire Pac 12 was my favorite in this. Okay. Got ACC, Big 12 came out and they're like, ah, we're amoral and venal. We're just going to play football. That's what we want. We like blood. The SEC is like, you know what we're going to do? Take a nap. We're going to come back. See how no, this works. You know what the, y'all know what the SEC's doing? They're playing possum, y'all. Yeah, they are. Oh, oh man. They you know on. what? They're y'all trying are to from win, here. Trying to win this thing in the fourth quarter is what they're trying to do. <laughs> I don't understand that reference and I won't respond to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say the other thing they're doing, and I think we learned this this last week, is they were like, Oh, sorry, schedule's full with conference games. Can't play. Would love to play non conference. Just can't. <laughs> Would love to. Hey, love hey, nothing hey, more than twelve. <laughs> hey, Big Twelve. How do non-conference games tend to turn out? Is it a good idea to keep one of those on your schedule? Is that the right number to we'll, keep? We'll on? just we'll just play the Sun Belt. It'll oh, be fine. <laughs> I love um, it. I love the but like so the SEC with the this is off topic, but the first time for this off program topic that's ever from happened. What? So the SEC, the non-conference thing, I love it so much because they're like, we're going to play 10 games, the hardest, toughest schedule in America, nothing but SEC teams. We're going to 
quarantine all our losses amongst ourselves. It's the only thing we're quarantining. But, like, you know, there is no shame of losing to a different conference. It's impossible. Like, by definition, every loss is a quality loss because it's a loss to a team that's lost to nothing but SEC teams. None of us have lost to any Sunbelt teams. It's a perfect argument. I don't know why every conference doesn't just do 12 conference games and then call everyone else cowards. It's like, ba- yeah, I like it because it's basically like, hey, did you like John Carpenter's The Thing? What if it, you did a whole football season like that? Alabama, are you the alien? We're playing Arkansas nine times. <laughs> That's nine SEC football games. Watch Wilford Brimley gets tuned in half. This is, again, this is why Central Arkansas is the king of this year, 2020. R.I.P. Wilford. Yeah, Sir. Central Arkansas is the team because they're the only ones who are doing the Mid-South Airlines schedule. They're the only ones who are truly doing it. They're trying to win the SEC's approval by any means necessary. They are. Okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm through with my Nebraska discussion for now. You sure? I, I'm, Shake it I, out. I'm pretty sure because you know what? They came in and they wanted the they wanted the F-150 Raptor. You know what they're driving off the lot with? Used Focus. Not even the RS. That's what Still I'm going to let them out with. Got a, got a car, though. Got a got car, got though. A car. You're in the league. Mama, he's bona fide. <laughs> Scott Frost is driving that thing off going, yeah, I'm going to get some sick exhaust on this. I'm going to supercharge it. I'm going to get up to like 240 horsepower. It'll be great. Landed gentry. Podcast business. Podcast business. Podcast business. It's a business. What's a business? Still mad about Nebraska. So mad about Nebraska. Yeah. My God. See? Yeah. There's just foam flying Huskers. off him. Is this about Tommy Frazier? No, man. They were no, the they were awesome. Think either. Okay. No, they were they were awesome. Mm. Okay. I got no I got I got no beef with uh, you know with Joel Makovica. How could you? Okay. It just it, it bears asking, that's all. Okay. Mm. Jason, podcast business. This program is a production of Moon Crew LLC, a uh, college football and stuff that's not college football media conglomerate, bringing you uh, our items and products, including the free mooncrew.substack.com newsletter, which has produced multiple pieces of journalism within the past week or so. Spencer Hall has interviewed not just Joe Tessitore, host mm-hmm. of the world's most important sports program. Spencer Hall has also reported on Middle America, done what done what the Yankee coastal elites won't do. He's gone to, at least over the phone, to Houston, Texas, to talk about, you know, uh, hardworking Americans just trying to make ends meet, <laughs> just, such just as the tr- end of a tree and the end of a roof. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a tree on him, Wayne. Technically, that's holy also, as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> also became an accidental overnight TikTok sensation. Yeah, because the because uh, that guy... The guy who, uh, if you go to Moon Crew and you subscribe to the newsletter, you can read the uh, interview I had with uh, Matt Bienyak, who uh, is part of the family who owned a house in Houston that had a tree dropped on it by a man paid $1,200 to do a job that somebody else should have done. Unless the entire point of the job was to drop a tree on a house because he dropped a tree on a house. And I love the quote in there where the man, uh, the tree dropper, apparently said that he deserved full payment or something close to it because he did like 95% of the job. Just like Georgia in the 2012 hey, SEC championship. Tree, tree's down, ain't it? Tree's yeah, down. Kurt, you didn't, you didn't tell me where you wanted me to put it. You didn't you say put. shit about the house. You didn't say it had to go right there. 
ungrateful. Call that landscaper Kirby Smart because he got, you know, well over 95% of the job done. <laughs> he got, yeah, he got the tree down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. And it landed somewhere for sure. Uh, also on our newsletter, we have uh, Alex telling the Big Ten exactly what it is, which is historically, all time, a mess of split personalities that will never reconcile. And that is why it is what it is, because that's what it's always been. And we got other stuff. Watch Grid is back, top whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a lot going on in the newsletter. Also, we have launched our Discord, uh, and we enjoyed it this college football weekend and other days. It's been fun. Like it, it's No it's Anime cool Dogs channel, though. Notice Yet. that. Yet. 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 Okay. We are, we are looking into new rooms. We are testing out video. We did some video stuff at like 11 o'clock Saturday night. It was like uh, Spencer, Richard, and Alex were the uh, Mark May and Mark May. I don't want to say any of you was the Lou Holtz. You were just all three Mark May. Nobody's um, Reese Davis. No. All right. We okay. don't, no, no. We don't, Reese doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Mark May Come on. does. Lou Holtz doesn't for one reason. Reese Davis doesn't for an entirely different reason. Right? Yes. Like he's, that's he's too, that's too very classy. well put. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're going to keep messing with video. We're going to figure some stuff out there, but it's been fun, you know, and it's, not, it's, it's awesome to have a social network that is not Twitter, like to just, I'm going to close Twitter and, you know, in discord, everyone is talking about like Mac and cheese for an hour. That's awesome. It's so, oh, it is the, really, the really good to have my cannibals back. I was in, uh, I was really bummed after the first Saturday of football. I don't mind sharing here because it was so quiet. You know, there was not only, you know, did we not have Banner Society slack of last year, but I had no Alex. I had no Jason. I had no Richard. I had no shit. Who was the fourth one? Anyway, um, yeah, I forget. Uh, but the gang was Boromir. All there. I think it was Boromir. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it... God, he would take three fucking crossbow arrows <laughs> to the chest and still be whining about his king. Um, but yeah, this it was really good to see all of our uh, familiar avatars again this weekend because week one was way too quiet. It is really good to have y'all back. Yeah, and it's it. So like the very fun thing about it now is this is no longer just a Saturday thing. Like we just it's just always open twenty four seven. Um, and uh yeah that's been a whole new like sheets whole new spin on it that it is like sheets and like sheets sometimes you wander in and yeah. you're like i didn't know this was on the menu for like instance cornbread made from gatorade for instance I, I wandered into the live events channel tonight and uh we got we apparently have the jimmy butler appreciation society going which i i love because uh jimmy butler's nuts he's that he's, makes sense he's got multiple screws loose he He's Literally. got a commercial singing Holland Oats though, doesn't he? He does. He's like if he's like if Tim Burton was in the NBA. He yeah. said he's in a at one point he went driving with an F one driver in a I believe it was a Ferrari, but you know, don't quote me on that. Super fast car at speed around a track and it's gigantic Jimmy Butler crammed into this tiny little car telling the guy, Yeah, man, I drive a minivan and I feel like my stomach is about to come out of my ass. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's beautiful. So I'm just glad that there are other people who appreciate it for the price of three dollars, by the way, which, you know, one, you should probably pay for more things on the Internet. And two, uh, we're not asking you to pay a lot. <laughs> it's, it's three dollars. The three dollars, by the for? way, three dollars that uh, if, if you would like to join us, 
podcasts will remain free to you. Newsletters free to you, etc. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to opt into this community, patreon.com slash mooncrew. We would like to add more stuff to that over time. For now, this is all. Uh, I feel really confident, by the way, saying that it's definitely $3 worth of entertainment. I would like to read you two Jimmy Butler sentences. He okay, is good. He, uh, <clears throat> sorry. He is good friends with Mark Wahlberg, whom he met while <laughs> Wahlberg was filming Transformers, colon, Age of Extinction, in Chicago. That doesn't that's speak sen- well of him. That's sentence one. Here's sentence two. Are we ready? <clears throat> the two have vacationed in Paris together. Damn. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, God, for this moment, for these friends, for this information that nourishes our bodies. <laughs> Hey, you, come on! You want to go to the Musée d'Agou? It's the sewers. They run all under. They run all under the whole city. It's it's fucking incredible. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy you got to see the Musée d'Orsay. <laughs> Jimmy Mark Butler's Wahlberg like, at the fucking Arc Day Triumph. Like if if I'd fucking been here, they wouldn't have had to build this thing because we never would have been fucking conquered to begin with. <laughs> The fucking <laughs> huns coming over the hills. I don't want to be buried in no glass pyramid. I can't do this accent for no, shit. No, I, I don't think Jimmy Butler's above asking Mark Wahlberg to do quotes from movies. And by that, I mean movies that he doesn't even realize Mark Wahlberg wasn't actually in. Sure. Do you, right? It's like, Mark, do Forrest Gump. Yeah, can you do can you do Goodwill Hunting? I wasn't in that. Just do Goodwill Hunting. Mark Wahlberg's like he's like I love you, Jimmy Butler. That's why I'm gonna do. <laughs> he's I'm like, all right, fine. Hunting for hey, you. Jimmy Butler, do you like apples? <laughs> I, I think, oh, I think wait it, a second. Do you think Mark rides around on Jimmy's shoulders when they're in big crowds? Yes, yes. So that because everybody smokes in France, he's gonna get a cigarette in the eye with his height. Not if he's riding I think Jimmy maybe Butler. Maybe he's up there because he wants to collect all the cigarette smoke. Mm. There he has more access to all of it. Yeah, they're basically the American asterisk e obelisk, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is beautiful. I love it. Obelisk, come here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is. Oh, that we're going to fuck up some mool freak. Uh, that is mooncrew.substack.com. Go ahead, subscribe. If you don't like it, still free free (laughs) that's the spirit that's what you know what like i think it's excellent i think it's fantastic but even if you don't like it guess what you wasted a total of zero dollars on this all right yeah although you Um, should spend three if you would like to spend more of your dollars Mm -hmm. homefieldapparel.com big things percolating pop is big new saturday week by week uh auburn just blew up Auburn family came in and not in filled, any of the usual ways. Filled up that collection plate. We get we get, we're, the whole the mega church is building its own. It's getting a secondary shed, so to speak. Uh, up That's next right. Week, Auburn's uh, buying Nebraska. You Auburn. <laughs> they might. They might. They might. Could I don't. There's not many recruits out there, so I don't know. <laughs> Please welcome new spokesmodel Trooper Taylor. <laughs> You could put a really good Juco in Lincoln. Maybe that's what it's Oh, called. that reminds me. Homefield should have duffel bags. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next for Homefield, we have Colorado State University. We're going to go back to the G5. Uh, very, very beautiful color. I have a, a long thought they have some, you know, one of the best color combos in all of sports. Some mm-hmm. of the prettiest old uniforms in all of sports. 
uh, you can have a you can have a Ram logo. There are no other football teams with Ram logos. There used to be one in the NFL, but now they look like 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 Pac Man is is being chopped in half. Um, yeah, Colorado State. That'll be fun and exciting. Uh, promo code as always for your first order. I forget. Full <laughs> cast. Full cast. I've only done this like ten times. Yeah. I'm just no, te- no text in front of me. It's all straight off the dome. That's <laughs> I gotta spit this first. Hold on. Full cast. First, Code. I gotta remember the name of. Gotta remember the name of our program. <laughs> just say I'm, I'm wondering suddenly why I laughed so hard when I heard an IMG uh, staffer refer to us as psychotic thinkers, and I was like, "That's funny." Thinkers, it's, it's not. Yeah, I will say this by the way: the Colorado State gear also Ram, powerful totem. Colorado State, located in Fort Collins, aka. Uh, you know, like the friendly boulder, aka smells way better than it than its reputation says it smells. Okay, aka. Wait, are like, there smell memes about Fort Collins? Explain. Yeah, because they're close to like a they're close to a major uh, cattle processing facility, and like it's just down the road. It's not in Fort Collins, so people sort of got them confused, and they're like, Ah, Fort Collins smells. It doesn't. It's excellent. It smells fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like ninety seven percent of the state of Colorado. Okay. Maybe not right now that like half of it's on fire, but still, okay. Excellent town, fantastic logos, superb legacy, including, including the legendary Bradley Van Pelt, mm-hmm. one of my favorite college football players of all time, and the iconic college that guy. Homefield's got you. You're going to look good. And people are going to think you're like kind of a Colorado hipster because you didn't just get the Boulder shirt. That's like Radio Standard Colorado, right? Like, oh, man, you like Boulder. That's for gamblers. Yeah. Do that, because Colorado's dangerous. Colorado State, dependable. Colorado State. <laughs> steady, reliable yeah. Colorado State. Steady, reliable three Colorado and nine, State. Three and nine is steady. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> you, know how long it took, you know how long it took Georgia fans to get fed up with Mike Bobo? Like a decade. I thought you were going to say, you know how long it took Georgia fans to get stable. Oh, we haven't oh, gotten there yet. Hang, mm. Hold the phone on that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know how long it took Colorado State? Like two years. They were like, no, nah, man. We're fast. We're smart. We're at high altitude. Our brain cells work faster. Yeah. So Colorado State's up next. whole bunch of other schools up next. Uh, if Hey, if you are out there and you are a college, you know whether you're on that list or not, don't you? If you're not on that list... You're going to be uh, pretty embarrassed by the end of that list, by the fact that you weren't on that list. Y'all going to let Auburn be better than you? Do you somebody, know what they're like when they're better than you? Don't live gonna, like that. Somebody's going to be the last school to sign with Homefield. Oh, damn. Yeah, probably it's before. Gonna be, it's going to be Liberty, Louisville. Liberty after the rap. Mm. <laughs> when all mm. the other schools are. I don't, know about that Lu- I don't know about that Louisville, by the way. Don't know no? about that. Mm. I hold that thought. I mean, All to right. me, if, if I'm, say, like a Big Ten school that's agitating loud and long to return to play football and I sure. don't have a home field Yeah, Louisville. Deal, yeah. Oh. Yeah, if I'm like, oh, let us play, let us – and I don't have a home field deal. How much do you really want to play football? How serious am I? Yeah. How, you yeah. want to play football without snuggly, comfortable, just form-fitting enough lounge apparel? Good baby. Mm-hmm. play football naked, you weirdos? You need, a, yeah. you, need a, you need a soft, comfy hoodie on you. Down yeah. here in God's country. How come if I can if I'm wearing a hoodie, then you Midwest man, you better be wearing a hoodie. 
off the top of my head, we've got Michigan State, Purdue, <clears throat> Iowa, Rutgers, Maryland. What other Big Ten? Mich- uh, uh, hold on, I just said Michigan State. <clears throat> You're missing-, missing a major one, sir. That it, no, no, no. That they're on home field. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Home field school. Like, am I missing anybody? Indiana, obviously. Whoops. Sorry about that car. Ryan, I didn't Ryan. do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> Ryan, you just got us fired. <laughs> Ryan, you erased Indiana football, much like Tennessee Volunteers erased Indiana football from the football field. Um, Scandal. Indiana- Maybe okay. Maybe we'll get lucky, and by the time this episode comes out, Indiana's joined the ACC, where they probably belong. <laughs> yeah, Indianapolis is basically Charlotte without an ocean. <laughs> an ocean within six hours. Louisville. An ocean within a six-hour drive. Sorry. I'm I'm sorry. How close is the nearest Caesar's Casino? Man, North Carolina is a lot further across the drive than you think it is as we all discovered after our Charlotte show. I would go ahead, by the way, and uh, and just conclude with this. How are you going to be a Big Ten school if you can't wear Heather? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Beneath that permacloud. How's it going to match? How's it going to match with your fine? <laughs> how's it going to match with your fine B1G attitude? Okay? If you can't wear Heather. It's, it's just, is it, isn't it stark that, like, there are Big Ten schools that a sweatshirt manufacturer con- contacts them and they say no? No, we don't. What are you we, doing? No, we have enough sweatshirts. They that's make gray sorry. sweatshirts. No, you don't. That's like a plant. That's like a plant saying, "No more sunlight, please." No, oh, no, no want... more chlorophyll. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on chlorophyll. <laughs> the mm, actually, I, all the time. I, I love the the like the the gentle gray hoodie as like uh, the opposite of urban camo. That's like rural camo. Mm-hmm. That's why you see so much in the Midwest. That gray that gray hoodie. Or you don't. I'm just see trying it, to rather. blend in in the sky. Well, you see them because you see the cargo shorts beneath. Actually, me. I can see a Big Ten plant going. Oh, it's too much chlorophyll. Too <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Muscle too shall greedy. No, I'm going to go into a, a thoughtful recumbence for six months. And as a, as a medill plant, I should <laughs> merely observe so the sun. So you're saying they're corpse flowers? <laughs> I'm saying they're going to punt on six months of the year. That's by the way, what is seed dispersal? In a post-flowering phase for a plant, but punting. You ever thought about that? That's a Hail Mary. I bet you can track the decline of Michigan football with colony collapse disorder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my blood actually ran cold. (laughs) It starts with the bees, and it ends with Rich Rodriguez. (laughs) It ends? Brady, Brady Hocus... Brady Hoke is merely the fingernails growing on the corpse. Ryan, please uh, read a bunch of quotes from Wicker Man in your best Brady Hoke voice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the bees. How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? <laughs> he couldn't be in. He couldn't be in the Wicker Man because at the end of the Wicker Man, you have to put something on your head. Brady Hoke has to keep that free. No headset. No bee cage. It's where most of your heat escapes. <laughs> They wouldn't. They wouldn't sacrifice Brady Hoke. They're like it's too much heat for the winter. Need a thinner specimen. That man's robust. Are we done I, with podcasts? These are more podcasts. That buddies? is the, that's is this the, end, the end of the, end of the episode. Mm. All right. Uh, we have an important thing to note. We do. Um, on this program, we are the historical timekeepers, the priests of the high church, the uh, the maintainers of the sacred oracles. The concept of Blood Week. Uh, discovered by Ryan a few years ago, and I have since uh, adopted the role of like museum caretaker 
or something because uh, I have a spreadsheet. Same thing. Uh, we did not get one of these last year. Blood Week, of course, in college football is a week when a whole bunch of teams in the top 10 and or top 25, mostly top 10, suffer harm all on one Saturday. Just, you know, number one goes down, number five, number six, number nine, like that kind of that kind of chaos all at once. We didn't get one last year, which was really unfortunate because we spent, you know, a lot of our, our, our weekdays building up the concept with a series of episodes you can go back and listen to on this podcast. Um... Here we are, two weekends into the 2020 season, and we have already had one. We had number 23 Iowa State are lose we to the Raging Cajuns. Well, we had. I'll run run down the. I'll run down the statistics. I, I was just you. hyping right. you up. I know we're calling it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Number leave 23. The, leave this in. <laughs> number 23 Iowa State lost to the Raging Cajuns as part of the Sun Belt Uprising. Uh, you think that's funny, Iowa? Don't you? Well, guess what? You were number 24. You are no longer number 24. You are out as well. That's two ranked teams, now unranked. Number 22, Utah. Number 19, Minnesota. Perpetual teams who are ranked between number 19 and number 22 in every ranking in the history of time. God, Minnesota uh, would love if that were true. <laughs> well, it no longer is because now, <laughs> now they're unranked. Mm. Uh, number 16, Michigan. Number 17, USC. You both tend to show up ranked, and you both tend to take a hiatus from the rankings at, at times. Well, that's already happened because you've left. You're, you're gone. Uh, number 12, Wisconsin. Number 9, Oregon. Rose Bowl teams. You're both gone already. Same weekend as all this other stuff. I think this already counts as a blood week, but we're not done. Number 7, Penn State. You're unranked now. And what clinches it is the biggest drop from ranked to unranked in the history of the AP poll number two, Ohio State. What happened? I thought you were good at football. You're not ranked. How can you be good at football if you're not ranked? Can I ask an anticipatory question? So I don't if, know what that means, but yes. If if Big Ten if the Big Ten reverses course and says yes, we're playing football, what will we call the week where multiple members of the top ten and top twenty five win? But because AP voters are like, oh, I got to put my Michigan and my Ohio State back. At, what are we going to call that? Uh, well, bile, that bile week. Bile that, week? That, yeah. that, that, that's Easter Sunday, brother. <laughs> but Buckeyes rise again. But then you'll have your doubting Thomases will say, like, I'm not voting for them. They've only sure. played one football game. You know, right. like, okay, come on. We all know Ohio State's one of the five best teams. We don't have to do this. Because that will happen. We will see that, like, oh, man, here comes... Look at Louisiana climbing. Up the, know, oh, oh, sorry, here's probably, here's O and O Michigan <laughs> knocking you down. I think I could no, probably boy. live with that if it didn't come with tweet threads. Oh God. I so if they're planning on coming back like mid October, uh, that's like three weeks before the first playoff rankings. So yeah, we we will see like nine and O Army is bumped for three and O Michigan. <laughs> That'll be fun. Way to support the troops. Yeah. Thought y'all liked war. Stories uh, of war, not the experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was last week. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Coastal Carolina, Kansas. <laughs> we were up until 2 a.m. seeing if Kansas could bring, you know, to, could could rally back and defeat Coastal Carolina. No, Buddy, the whole wasn't. country was up until 2 a.m. watching this game. Nobody had anything to do. Oh, I yeah. was explaining... I was explaining why we were watching the Kansas game to a group of like biologists in my group chat back home. 
Yeah, the the answer was no. Kansas could not come back. They lost by 15 to a school that didn't have football until the year 2003. Uh, to be fair, Kansas still does not. Um, Texas Tech also almost lost to Houston Baptist, which sounds like a mega church, but in fact is the backyard of a CVS. I'm not making that up. Uh, Georgia Southern had 33 players set out for reasons that I don't even think they've explained yet, even though we probably have a good guess. Uh, and they still beat the Campbell Camels. I feel like if you are without 33 of your players and you still win, you, there was no reason for that football game to happen to begin with, really. My favorite Big 12 thing was the thing that did not even involve a game result because Oklahoma played Missouri State. Hello, Bobby Petrino. Killed him. Wasn't close. Spencer Rattler looked great. But before this game, like, I don't know, four or five days before, Lincoln Riley had said, we're not going to be releasing information about you know any specifics about what our numbers are testing wise because we don't want to give teams a tactical advantage we don't want to give you know we we don't want to tip our hand about who's playing who's not people were not very happy with this i would point out that the big 12 is free to change that and force all teams to disclose this information whenever they want and we should probably stop getting mad at like individual coaches who shouldn't be the ones making these decisions in the first place but i digress because after handily dispatching Missouri State, Lincoln Riley went on to say, oh, well, we told them. We uh-huh. just didn't tell the media uh-huh. who we had out. But we mm. told Missouri State. Don't mm. We're not mean. Mm. Huh. So, cool. So, so Lincoln Riley was worried about, like, us mean, mean blogs. ruining his game. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to charge onto the field and do something about Spencer Rattler. Oh, God. He's a, been a so cool. Arm. Lincoln, don't blow it now. He's been talking to Gundy. I, mean, I hope he no. talked I, I talk to the team, but but not Petrino. Okay. <laughs> that, Every, this, everybody. That, I love that because that is the official story of how Wakey Leaks went down. That everyone in the entire program except Bobby Petrino knew. So I think that is just the protocol, I guess. Also, Missouri State covered plus 48.5. Let's go. Champions. I can feel uh, Richard Johnson beaming from here. Notre Dame is 1-0 in the ACC. Who cares? <laughs> oh, I had, a good, I had a good dumb moment during this last weekend. So uh-huh. after Iowa State lost, in my head, I was like, well, this is going to be interesting because this year there's not enough happening week to week for you to sort of hide like the 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 advantage of a normal blood week is that if you are number nine and you lose number five probably lost and maybe number seven did too so you are not necessarily going to get all of the spotlight and i thought well you know there aren't that many games happening their whole conference is sitting out so like people are just going to talk about iowa state and then kansas state and kansas and Florida State, like all, all it was like okay, no, there is plenty. There is still enough concentrated dumb to to like give you something to hide behind. Because I, man, Iowa State should be so pleased with Florida State losing to Georgia Tech at home in front mm-hmm. of a bunch of people wearing masks like on their foreheads. <laughs> you don't want to be the first bad memory. You just want to be the last bad memory of the weekend. Nobody yeah. re- nobody remembers nobody remembers the first guy to crash on the skateboard. Everybody remembers the last kid. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to be the last memory. Because like honestly, do you 
think most people remember those early Sunbelt upsets. Like, they, they might. But they sure as hell remember a second-year Georgia Tech team scraping out a win with pennies. The coin star victory of the week given to Georgia Tech for pulling the 16-13 budget win over Florida State, who basically a battle of, of who is the broker boy of teams. And Florida State came up the broker boy. It was, yeah. Awesome is what you meant to say. <laughs> in the biblical sense, sure. Incredible. Just me and Ryan Nanny in our, in our camp chairs. Y'all going vacation in Paris? <laughs> Watching Atlantis slide into the sea going, ah, look at that. That rules. That's Never amazing. liked those guys. Ryan, um, I'm really sorry because I just realized that makes you the Wahlberg and that's not what I intended. That's nah, okay. Okay. I have a successful burger chain. Then you ride on my shoulders. <laughs> I uh looking ahead to next week is like man, it is like I can't even I can barely remember the before times when we used to do an entire preview episode. Like how was there that much football? How is, is that there, much stuff happening? Is like, there well first of all, we we skipped large chunks of it. Is this is the schedule all still wonky where like for a while it had Duke playing two games? Next I week, mean, or did that get fixed? It would be about time for any Duke graduate to actually do some work. So hopefully they're playing two games. Wow. But, um, so postponed, th- uh, it's like five games that are postponed, and that's even outside of the context of the many canceled conferences and the games that were already straight up uh, canceled and all that. The the games of actual like potential consequence, you got Miami, Louisville. Sure, you know Houston, maybe we Houston, find out. Houston and Baylor were not playing as of this time next. Yeah, last Houston week. and Baylor, they 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 just dialed each other up on Sunday and said, "Hey, do you want to be Fox's biggest game of the weekend?" Sure. And so we had a game after after years of like, no, we can only schedule games thirty five years in advance. Turns out that was a fucking lie. You know who it sucks to be right now? A grad assistant. Because they're the ones who the head coach is calling at like three in the morning and be like, "Hey, we just signed. I need all the tape you can grind on Houston, <laughs> and I need it fucking yesterday." They have played no games. They've God. played no games. <laughs> hey, hey, watch every Houston game from last year. Oh, and they sat out all their players. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good preview of twenty twenty. If you yeah, think just about just it. watch all their players' high school careers. <laughs> Hey, at least they're making $16,000 a year. Yeah, at least they get to sleep in the oh, locker no. room. Holly, that was reduced by 10 to 15% if I had to guess. Times are hard. Meanwhile, yeah. watch me buy this boat. South Florida, <laughs> South Florida at Notre Dame. That's a thing that's going to Oh, yeah. Happen remember when US, that happened? On the USA Network. We remember that happened because it's happening again. And again, we all remember why that game is on USA. Yes, because the U.S. Open at Winged Foot is going to be on the main channel. So they had to switch to USA, which is why if Notre Dame is losing to USF late in the game, I'm just going to start posting videos of me sitting on my couch going, It's a jungle out there! You're losing to South Florida! I don't like it! <laughs> you heard it first here, folks. That's oh what you should do. God. It's I a mystery am, to uh, solve. Why are you losing to a team <laughs> from Tampa? Christ. Randy Newman's on your ass, Notre Dame. Did you leave me any rose? <laughs> Not a bit. 
not a bit. It's a mystery. It's the jungle out there. You got a friend in me. So. <laughs> I, uh, I'm also Jason, excited to Jason, go ahead. Go right ahead, Jason. What were you going to say? I dare you. I mean, keep singing eventually. Eventually. You're losing to a terrible <laughs> USF team. Eventually, the free market of the podcast will decide, and, um, you know, one of us will tire out, I guess. It's, it won't be him. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that this weekend's uh, weird late night game, we're going to the surface of fucking Mars. It's Abilene Christian at UTEP. <laughs> Kicking off at <laughs> 9 Eastern on Watch ESPN. 9 o'clock on Handjob Hill. You got damn right. We're going to be watching UTEP at 1.30 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> There's going to be people in the stands who are just like, what are people doing in the stands that late in a UTEP game? They're just like, did they bring their own concessions? Like, I'm bringing a hot dog stand and selling them inside the stadium without a license. I feel like no, if, that's a thing. Yeah, like, no, you can in do the that. UTEP stands, you're like, why aren't you wearing a mask? And they'd be like, why? You know, it's not even like it's not even like <laughs> I don't wear a mask because the government. They're like, and you're like, there's a pandemic. Oh, what? <laughs> Somebody's gonna be sitting up there with a coyote, and they'll be like, is that your pet? And they're like, nope, but a new friend. Hey, let's see some ladies get jacked off this year. Let's have some gender. <laughs> hey, you can tune into that on Watch ESPN. <laughs> or Go on, boys. E- Nibble on up under that cargo skirt. Nobody's watching. <laughs> on the Watch ESPN app. <laughs> Sorry for agitating for sexual equality. 